like afraid to speak right now because what if I say something good? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I begged you to have me on. <laughs> I've noticed like your aesthetic in general is like kind of early 2000s. What kind of things caught your eye in terms of when you were picking out like who am I going to be in the world? Like what does that look like? What is this package present like presentation going to look like? You know, I want to be the person that I wanted to be when I was six and seven years old. Like I, when I was a little kid, I would go around being like, I'm going to be a pop star. And I'm going to be, <laughs> I said I was going to be a triple threat. I was going to be a singer, actor, dancer. And I was going to like kill it. And I just, I, and I found an old diary the other day from when I was 10. And I was like talking about going to Costco with my mom. And I was like, sometimes I'll just sing and dance in hopes that a talent scout is around. No luck yet. Or something <laughs> like I literally said that in my diary. So, um, I just like want to embody that version of myself. And that's when I was, when I was young, I was in, it was, 2000s yeah um so it's kind of like the nostalgia for me and like it gives me like the confidence that I kind of needed to have when I don't know I, I haven't always been the most confident person but like I was when I was a little kid and I just yeah. want to bring that back so <laughs> the like the smart people and like the wise people like go back to their confidence as a kid like they try to get that back because I feel like once you become like a teenager and like get self-conscious it's like you either like take that for the rest of your life or you like desperately try to like go back to those years and what it felt like before you felt like that self-conscious. Yeah. And high school and middle school were like really, really tough for me. And that's when I think all my confidence started kind of falling. And that's I, I didn't think that I was going to yeah. I, I no longer had the idea in my head that I was going to go be a pop star. Like that was not even when you were in high school. Middle yeah. School? No, 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 not at all. Why so was it hard? People were just mean. Mm -hmm. I, I got bullied a lot, but I, I hate the word bullied because I wasn't like cowering in fear in the corner. Like, getting, like <laughs> what was it like or something? It was just like mean girls mm -hmm. and like, do you remember Ask FM? Yeah. I just got oh my God, roasted place, on Ask FM. Yeah. And just people, people just were not nice. It felt like everything that I did, like it was, I always felt like I was always the odd one out in every situation and like everything I did was just like slightly wrong. Like mm -hmm. I, I went to a really like pretty rich school and like I grew up middle class and like my mom would go to pay less to buy me like the knockoff vans and then like everyone else would have the vans and I would always feel like, like the, awkward like, and weird. Yeah. And that was just like a personal thing that had nothing to do with the bullying. But then once I got to like, I went to Catholic school in fourth grade and I just skipped third grade because I went to Montessori school and we just like a different curriculum. Yeah. So thing. I was able to go into the next grade up. And I remember the first thing that anyone said to me in the class, I had to learn my times tables over the summer. And I asked the girl to my right for help on a math problem. And we started doing math and this girl turns to me and goes, why'd you skip a grade if you're so stupid? And that was like <laughs> the moment in my life that marked like me realizing that people are mean and that yeah. I'm going to be depressed. <laughs> so that girl was fucking going. For yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, that was yeah. like, she was like my first bully that I had anyway. What about in high school? In high school, it was mainly just like the Ask FM stuff and like guys would like talk to me as a joke. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't, yeah. What was your personality like in high school? I feel like I, tr I really wanted to fit in so badly because of everything that it just feeling like I never fit in coming as soon as I started going to Catholic school, which I did all the way through high school. I just like felt like I did not fit in at all. Yeah. And so I tried so hard to fit in that it made me just... You, you're never gonna it's never gonna work if you're trying to fit in with a group yeah. of people that you don't like you're just gonna look like an imposter like you're mm -hmm. just not it's it's not gonna work like that so I didn't know that and I didn't um and I just I just tried so hard and I think trying so hard makes people think that you're 
Well, you're trying you're so hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. And, and then I, I just was so emotional all the time that I would let anything anyone said get to me like immediately. And then it would just spiral out of control from there. And then I started doing music and I'm making covers. And when did you start doing music? Um, I started making like SoundCloud covers when I was like 13 or 14. So I had just, I was a freshman in high school and I remember like I posted an original song once, um, when I was, I think 14 and these kids, we were coming back from a field trip and these kids were in the back of the bus and they started playing it and like laughing playing at me. Playing your SoundCloud shit? Yeah. And then I went home and deleted all my original stuff and I never posted one again <laughs> until I hate you. So I love classic, you. So yeah. classic. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't post anything again until I hate you. I love you. Yeah. Just covers. I didn't post any like original yeah. stuff that I'd written because I was so insecure about that it. That was like your big like blow up song, right? Like that's what yeah. like made you an established singer, right? Yeah. And that was the first song I technically ever put out, but on oh, but that's like a flex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, I think if I didn't have that, like, because I was so insecure, I wouldn't have ever pursued mm-hmm. music. I just kind of put stuff on SoundCloud for fun. Cause it was like an escape for me. Like I would go home and I would learn how to play a song on piano and I would post it. Um, and it was super low key, but then randomly out of nowhere that song just blew up and I was like oh. how did that come to you that song like was were you with a label did you know the other guy no. in it like how did this song like land in your lap I never thought that anything was going to come of it so I wrote the song in my room when I was like oh so you wrote it yeah yeah oh, okay I wrote it and I composed it which I don't even really play piano I don't know how I just like put some yeah. four chords together it's like <laughs> the simplest like song ever um, but I wrote it when I was 15, I think. And I did a cover of this guy, Nash. Mm-hmm. I did a cover of one of his songs. He only had one song out at the time and tweeted it to him. And then he saw it and he was like, come to my show in San Francisco. He was opening up for Black Bear. So that's how I found him. And he was like more technically at this time, like more poppin' than you were. Like, I mean, I didn't have any songs. Like, okay. I was literally nothing. I was just okay. a 15 year old girl. So and like, so, but he was still interested enough for you, for him to say like, come to my show. Like I like this song. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, okay. I mean, I went to the show and he asked me, he was like, do you have any original stuff? Like, do you write? And I was like, actually, yeah, I do. And I sent him, I hate you. I love you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to produce this song for you. Come down to LA. And I was so scared. I was like, what is happening? Like mm-hmm. I made my, me and my dad flew down to, or maybe we drove actually, I think we drove down to LA, got a hotel in Hollywood. And I showed up to his door and I literally was so nervous. I didn't even want to go in. Cause I had never, I had <laughs> never recorded a song in my life. I did yeah. not, I didn't even know what was happening. Yeah. So I finally got the courage to go inside. They were super nice. He was with his, he lived with his parents back then and he had a little studio in his garage. So we talked to his dad. He was super nice. And we recorded the song and I didn't even know he was going to put a verse on it at the time. And then he sent it back to me and mm-hmm. I had a verse on it and he was like, let's put it out as my song. Cause I, mm-hmm. he had like 4,000 SoundCloud followers and I had like 200. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, cool. Okay, <laughs> I do that. And then it just blew up out of nowhere. And we, and it was only on it SoundCloud. It blew up on SoundCloud. Okay. Yeah. But then we put it on all the other That's streaming sick. platforms and then the song signed to Atlantic and then I got my deal with Island. Was he with Atlantic? He was not with a label either. So he how got did the song go to Atlantic? I don't know much. I, I'm learning a little bit about the music industry and like song rights, but not really. <laughs> they just, they found the song and they want, cause it was, we put it out just with like, so do they give you like a check for that? Like, yeah. okay. They gave me an advance and, um, he signed a full deal with them. And then I ended up signing with Island cause it wasn't technically my song. So I could, I could sign wherever yeah. I wanted to. Um, and then, yeah, I got my lawyer, my managers, and then I was like, oh, I'm a real artist now, I guess. <laughs> That's so funny that you didn't have, you didn't think you were going to pursue singing. No. And now I, mean, I wanted to when I was a really kid, jokes. but yeah, I think, cause if I didn't have that push, if I didn't, mm-hmm. if my first song I didn't, that I put out wasn't a hit, yeah. I would have just quit because I yeah. would have been like, no one cares. No one likes my music, blah, 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 yeah. blah. 
that's like the thing about having like a low belief in yourself like in general it hits like all pockets of life including going for things that are like scary you know you don't you're not gonna go for you're not gonna risk shit when you already think that you suck exactly yeah and I didn't have any faith in myself at all so I need like I desperately needed to have something happen to show me like okay you can do this and even now like things have been I feel like since then I I had the song but I was technically just a featured artist on it so I had time to build my fan base and I feel like from there it's been like a slow trajectory up and like I'm finally getting to the place where I feel like I know who I am as an artist and I'm ready to like actually go for things and have confidence in myself so um it's interesting and it takes a while to to build that even with such a, an amazing thing happening to me when I was 15 like to I, build what the confidence or the, like the confidence yeah. and just to learn who you are as an artist because it's it's crazy and it, it's kind of scary especially like as someone who writes my own music I I often go through writer's block which I am right now like really badly I know you've been like saying you're like I need to be inspired <laughs> so, bad. so bad my love life just doesn't exist <laughs> is that where you pull most inspiration from is from your love life yeah like, pretty yeah. much pretty much all of it either my love life or me being depressed and honestly <laughs> I haven't been that depressed lately or like what I mean I I definitely was going really good until like mm-hmm quarantine covid and then it's been like a slow mental decline since then <laughs> but i'm feeling all right so but that's yeah. like the hard thing about like being like doing okay you know mm-hmm. it's like nothing creative is coming to you because you feel great like you know unless there's like i don't know that's something i've noticed about myself like when i'm so content with my life I'm like so uninspired to do anything. Even if something as little as tweet, like I don't even know what I'm saying. I can't even think of a fucking tweet to write because I'm like so just content in my life that I I have a hard time judging things like I used to. Yeah, and my music was always like my creative escape to like when I'm sad or whenever something was bad was happening to me. And when I don't have that, I'm like, what am I, what am I doing this for? What is my purpose? (laughs) Like I almost, that's why I always date guys that are, that I know are going to treat me like garbage because I'm like, oh, the album, I can hear it already. I can hear the album. So (laughs) my therapist has told me this is not a healthy way to be, but But like if you're (laughs) producing really good content, it's kind of like, it's a toss up. Like I'm not even kidding. Like, I know, you know, I know. like it's actually like my friend just got like broken up with and she was like so distraught and she's a singer as well. And I was like, go write like a fucking album. She's like, yeah, you're right. Honestly, she's like, this is exactly what I need to yep, do. Exactly. I always used to say that I feel like I'm like sacrificing my own life for my to like inspire other people so that yeah. they can have music to cry to a like, lot of artists feel that way yeah because not everyone knows how to like put their feelings into words and like I, I have that gift of like I can mm-hmm. write about my feelings and then other people hear it and they relate to it and they listen to music because they want to feel something that they relate to so yeah. I feel like I'm doing that for other people and by doing that I need to ruin my own life otherwise it's not gonna <laughs> work out so whatever has every single guy that you've liked been a dick like that kind of Every guy that I've like really liked and I've only I have a tattoo three <laughs> three guys I've liked are my tally marks. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Not even loved. Like there are three guys well, that you <laughs> liked. <laughs> no, I mean I'd say I'd say that I was like I don't know cuz <sighs> that's so It's more <laughs> it's more of like I just really I don't know if I was in I can't say I was in love with them because it wasn't reciprocated. <laughs> but yeah, so you guys mean, like, they didn't love you back. Well, 
just guys that really, really inspired me and okay. kind of treated me like garbage. But I just like wrote an entire I wrote an entire album about each one of these. <laughs> so um, but then the guys that I actually date and that are actually nice to me, I just get bored and sad. And then I'm like, oh, I can't inspire. write anything. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just feel like I need to be like obsessed with someone in order yeah. for me feelings to, to come out. Yeah, like obsessed. And even lately, now that I've been spending so much time alone, Whenever I do meet a guy or talk to a guy, if I'm not immediately like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. Like, I love you. I, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, I won't even, I don't know if I'll even be able to like talk to you because I'll just be like, so over it already. <laughs> it's so bad. It's, I feel like I am big on first impressions, which is also so bad. Like, I, I can't grow to love someone. I can't. I cannot. I, okay. But the thing is with first impressions, like in that, it's basically sexual attraction. It's like what this person looks like. I feel like, is that like a big thing for you? Like, yeah. Or like when you talk to someone and they're really smart. Yeah. Or like if they like the same kind of music as me or if they're funny, I love funny guys, but I, I feel like it's mainly if we can have like an intellectual conversation and you can... You get me, I get into like a certain mode when I have those kind of conversations with guys too. Like I remember this one guy we met. And the first night that we met, we were with a bunch of people. We were on a boat. <laughs> I don't need to get it. What I'm like, trying to paint the boat? picture without giving too much details. We were on a boat. We were with a bunch of friends. Like a big boat? Yeah, like a yacht. Okay. Um, and Lex. it was not mine, by the way. <laughs> I don't have a yacht. But everyone was eating and like hanging out and drinking. And then we were like on the opposite side of this long table. And we were just sitting there for like two hours just talking. I don't even remember what we were talking about. But we, I was, I get into this mode where I almost like want to be a show off about like being smart, even though I'm not like the most intelligent human being on the planet. I just like to kind of put on a little, yeah. yeah. And we were just going off and I don't even remember what we talked about, but it was so amazing. And I was like, I, you're, you're, the, you're the next, you're the next victim or I'm, the, I'm your next victim. Or the, <laughs> you're the next Sally. <laughs> what kind of criteria do they like when you think about all three of those guys like what things did they overlap in with each other Ooh, well I think the, the second two are a lot more similar than the first one the first one I was like 16 and so like I don't know I, my, my taste like, has, yeah. has changed and evolved I my friends make fun of me because I, my type is so predictable I like guys that are like muscular and athletic mm-hmm. and like look like fuck boys they just look like fuck boys yeah. and they look like maybe I'm just trying to make up for something of like you know in high school there's like the hot football jock yeah. and like I never got to hook up with the hot football there's jock also so nothing wrong with thinking hot guys are hot <laughs> you know what I mean like I feel like like recently it's like super lame to think hot guys <laughs> are hot it's like out it's not in trend yeah. right now but yeah. it'll be in trend in like 10 years but like right now it's truly in trend to kind of like Almost like what I've noticed is like the guys, which I kind of like these guys too, but like the nail polish guys, mm-hmm. um, more like feminine guys right now, like yeah. edgy. The Timothy Chalamet Timothy effect. Chalamet, like Harry Styles yeah. kind of vibe. Well, Harry is Styles like is my favorite person ever, as we <laughs> know. Um, and like, I do like those kind of guys, but I feel like in real life, mm-hmm. because I'm so attracted to like the douchebag, yeah. alpha male yeah. type person that's just who I go for in in real life but in fantasy <laughs> Harry Harry Styles well I think we actually do to we do have similar types when it comes to guys Olivia and I have like like shared at least two guys <laughs> we have we have but I feel like everyone in LA is like <laughs> oh you hooked up with him I hooked up with him oh, you no but with the him? thing is is like I don't like like that many guys so it's funny like some of the guys like I'm thinking of like a pool of like seven people right now. Yeah. So like it's very small and you've happened to overlap with like two. I can think of two, I think. 
there's probably more we need to like do like a little list we need to like actually do <laughs> a crossover yeah. um but yeah you you do have the same type i think well we both like the we bite we like all types of guys mm-hmm. i think but you you definitely like the assholes oh love them can't get enough <laughs> sadly are you talking to anyone right now <laughs> <laughs> not that. so no i'm not but I've been like I I had like a weird crush on this guy on TikTok, and <laughs> what do you mean weird? Like I just felt we- like because I don't know him at all, and I just yeah. felt weird like because like I'm, we have mutual friends kind of, and like I just mm-hmm. know who he is, and it's so weird for me to like have a crush on someone on like an app, and then yeah. like that they really exist. It's just like this weird yeah. and feeling then not for only me. that, but like you can get in contact. Yeah. With but then I'm scared want, to, you know? even though like, why would I be scared? To, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just, whenever I'm like, I'm interested in someone, I get like really nervous. And if I'm not already interested in them first, I won't get nervous at all. And I'll You're be crazy. Confident. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just this weird thing. And I was like, should I DM him? Like, I don't know. And so I went, like, like I was texting you. I was texting everyone. Like, oh my gosh, guys. Like, is this, like, should I DM him? Like, should I, should I just do it? But for some reason I was like, no, 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 I can't. I can't. Like, that's embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing. Finally, yesterday, <laughs> I was hungover and literally dying in my bed. And I was like, I need to feel better. I'm just going to DM him. He I need doesn't a reply. serotonin. Yeah. I was like, if he doesn't reply, he doesn't reply. Everything's fine. So I DM'd him. And... I like four minutes later, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to unsend it. And I'm, I need to say something else. Like, no, what I said was wrong. Like I was also a little bit high because when I'm hungover, I have to get high. Otherwise respect it's it. I will not be alive. So I unsent the message. And as soon as I unsend it, I see typing. And I was like, Oh no, that, no, <laughs> that's literally like, I can't think of anything. Worse. And he replied and I was like, not me unsending the message and I was like why did I say that why did I say why, why couldn't I just ignore it Olivia why can't you just ignore you the elephant so in the room funny, dude. you're like I don't know what to say <laughs> Olivia like sent me a screenshot after she texted him she's like dude I'm so high I don't know what to do I'm saying all the wrong thing it was like every wrong thing I could have said it was bad it was so bad so I was like um I'm just gonna be really bold here I'm gonna be really bold here and I was like I was like how'd you see that so fast and he was like um the fastest dm or whatever some stupid shit <laughs> and so i was like oh, are you a past texter too <laughs> uh, and then he said uh, i don't know what he said he said i try to be and then i sent him my number and then we texted for a little bit and then i got bored and stopped replying so <laughs> why'd you get bored because like he wasn't holding conversation well or did well, you get over him no we were like kind of talking a little bit and then i said something like some joke or something i don't know let me, let me literally bring it up now <laughs> well <laughs> it's also hard to talk to guys like um like through that kind of stuff when you don't know each other that well like what the fuck are you gonna talk about like it's i literally, literally. will say to guys like that i've like just started to like kind of talk to her they slide into my dms or something like that and i'm like okay like let's either hang out in person like i don't want to do this i know like song and dance with should i ask him time. what he's doing today ask him ask him well so the last thing we were like joking around and like for some I, just, I don't need to if I like if I talk about what we were joking about I feel like people will know who it is and I don't want it okay. to happen <laughs> but I said something and then he said not too, not bad at all and then I didn't reply because no, what do you reply to that yeah so I should be like hey what are you doing tonight <laughs> I think you should be like yeah like what are you doing tonight or what's your plan tonight what's your plan sounds like crazy <laughs> what <laughs> I feel like what are you doing is like more chill. 
I remember like when Snapchat was like still a thing, that was the easiest way to like flirt with guys. Cause like you could just like, I would send like mass Snapchats like to like 10 guys and like girls as well. And it would just be like, what are you doing tonight? And suddenly you could start talking to guys. It yeah. was great. And like no one uses Snapchat. That was more like high school, but I miss that. I feel like all so the chill. younger people still, use, still Snapchat. use Snapchat. I don't. I would do it. Like I still have Snapchat and I use it. You but, Snapchat like, me all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back yeah. is the thing, but no one likes it. I like it. I just, I'm like scared. I'm just, I don't know why I'm scared to talk to people so um, much recently. I don't know. And I don't know how it's not, I feel like Snapchat's evolved so much since I used it in yeah. high school more than, because when's the last time I like really used Snapchat? Probably when I was like 18. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, things on that app have changed. They're like, what's a streak? I don't even know what streaks are. Streak and like snap score, like freak me out. I've I seen so many like- tweets being like when her snap score goes up yeah. i'm like people check this shit like, like this is insane like yeah. i really that's one thing i'm like proud of myself that mm-hmm. i like don't inquire into for some reason i feel old whenever i go on snapchat i'm like i don't know what this is. <laughs> that's me when i go on tiktok but i don't know i just like with guys i preferred snapchat because i could get away with saying whatever i wanted and asking what they were doing because it was way more casual to just get like a photo of like yeah. me half my face like what are you doing yeah you know rather than like a text personal text it's like yeah. it's kind of pressure ew why is why, why am i like this oh god and like you are funny with guys like but it's only with guys that i like like i don't care about anyone but like Mm -hmm. once i've decided that i have a crush on someone which yeah granted i met this kid once and i literally (laughs) didn't even talk to him my friend introduced me to him and i was like hey and then like ran away like that is not my personality that's not who i am like when i talk to any other person i'm like i don't care and i'll be crazy but for some reason (laughs) i decided that i have a crush on this random person that i literally don't know and i can't talk to him because i'm nervous For what? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like in your head you decide like this person like knows something or like (laughs) you like. I have I like make conspiracy theories about the about what they're saying about me. It's like oh my god. (laughs) I need. And I feel like most of it's like from due to the fact that like because you like like really hot guys. So if they're like really hot, I feel like and like not like super lame or cringe. You're like I'm scared of them. You know what I mean? But, like, ones that are a little less hot or a little less, like, established or, like, whatever, you're, like, so confident around because you're, like, I fucking, like, own this room. But then I can never like those guys that I'm confident around, and it sucks. I'm, like, I wish so badly. You've never had a guy grow on you? I've tried, but then it gave me, like, (laughs) it, like, literally, I felt so trapped. I was, like, I can't do this anymore. What do you mean trapped? I don't know. I just get, like, scared. If I'm not, like, obsessed with someone in a relationship, then I feel like my brain is just, like, not in it like or my heart yeah. my heart my heart's not in it but obsession though like isn't love and it's i know just and it's like, also not healthy it's yeah it's not healthy but it's i think you're confusing it almost with passion like passionate yeah love but because it's like the easier thing to do is like just be obsessed with someone and like because it's fun but like I, i'm jealous that you can even do that i can't even remember the last time i was obsessed with someone oh well I, I don't, I it's only since, happened three times baby i think like 10th grade was the last time the only guy I was ever obsessed with was with one guy, like obsessed with. His name was Corey Glassman, and he he knows it. Um, and I literally was like obsessed with him. He was my lock screen on my iPad. Like I thought he was the hottest guy <laughs> in the entire world. And I had like boxers that said Glassman on it, like because like you would go to bat mitzvahs and like get like custom made boxers and shit. And I like was so. I was he was two years older than me too. Um, but that was like the only guy I 
and like to this day I'm like I wish I could still like feel like how I felt when I was 13 and like liked a guy that much but I've never since then felt anything close to that kind of obsession see I feel like I've felt it a couple times but then now I'm like every time that I like a guy I I get over it quicker like number three I got over way faster (laughs) than number two (laughs) number two was like the worst well number one was pretty bad but then I met number two and then it's like I was talking to number three and number one we refollow each other on social media for some reason and then he like we start dming a little bit and then I invited him to this party and I kind of wanted to make number three a little bit jealous like I was like oh yeah like the guy that I used to like is like coming to this party tonight like whatever being annoying and um he came to this party and I I was there with number three and but we were like we like to keep everything private so we would like sneak away and like talk and then like go back to the party so like no one would see us and I felt so bad because I brought this kid he started dating this girl right after that and then they broke up and I ended things with number three and we randomly started messaging and then we hung out a couple times and we got drunk one night and he started confessing his love to me and telling me that and this is a kid that I was literally obsessed with happens. for two years yeah. he treated me like literal garbage he did the craziest things to me like and knew I was obsessed with him for two years and just did not want anything yeah. to do with me really um and he was like I thought that like when when I came to that party that you knew that I was interested in you and like I only started talking to my new girlfriend because I because you weren't interested in me and blah blah blah, blah. and I was like so crazy that two years ago I would have literally killed someone to hear you say this to me and now I feel almost nothing yeah sad that's that's you just like actually having some respect for yourself you're like this guy didn't want me just because you want me like a couple years later and you feel differently like you think I'm gonna fucking wait for you and And I also like like you after that you know what I mean that'd be crazy if you were like oh my god after all this time he's finally realized and you know what even if you did do that he would probably back off he would probably yeah. get scared because like the psychology in his head likes you because you don't like him anymore exactly you know what i mean exactly it's like a fucked up game this world that we play in and also like back then i was a completely different person and he was like the, one of the first guys in la that i ever talked to and like just it, the what he represents in my life is just it's it's like a specific time and thing and now that I look back at it I'm like he's I don't we're not like he was here and I was here and now I'm here and he's here like (laughs) not in like a in a mean way I just like I don't I don't I don't care anymore and it's weird because once you grow you look back and you're like why was why did I have this person on such a high pedestal when I like what you, you just see things so much more clear you got you, a reality check yeah. like you just like yeah like you get you see people differently over time yeah especially like guys that I don't know like there's been so many times where I put guys on such actually I don't know like I feel like I used to put guys on pedestals now I like put them so below that it's like actually terrible yeah I'm not sure I'll ever be able to be obsessed with anyone ever again because yeah. I just Why hate not? everyone when I was obsessed with this kid I was just so insecure. I just moved to LA. I didn't have any friends. And like when I first moved to LA, it was like high school times a million, like Mm -hmm. some random things happened to me, like high school mean girl shit, just really crazy. And he was like kind of a part of that. And I just like felt it was like people that he was friends with or like anyone I know. I think I told you the story at Saddle Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. It was that story. (laughs) It was that story. Okay. So um, I just got chills again, bro. What the fuck? Why? Because I remember. (laughs) And I'm 
like, oh my God. But that kind of shit was happening to me and I just felt so insecure. I was like probably my lowest mentally and emotionally. So I just kind of had this idea of, of him as like the coolest person ever and I was just was so he older than you yeah he was okay. he, I was 16 and he was 21 which okay. also big red flag right there yeah. um yeah. so <laughs> yeah it was just it was just all bad but I'm I've definitely matured a lot and got I'm just in a better place and I'm older like I was, I was 16 like yeah. you can't yeah yeah I, yeah, I've actually seen, like, you change a lot over the years. Like, I remember, like, seeing, because, like, we weren't, like, close, but we were in the same, like, scene, I guess, yeah. kind of. So I would see you out at, like, other tables just in general, like, over the last couple of years, like, maybe, like, three years ago. And, like, you've changed so much. So have I, honestly. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, interesting to see, like, you now are, like, so, like, like, found who you are in a sense I actually feel like the same for me we both were kind of like ah fuck that yeah <laughs> like I'm just gonna do my own thing and like figure this out yeah and, and like gain some confidence as well oh definitely and yeah. I'm I'm surprised that we like never really hung out sooner but now I feel like we're both in a in a place where like you said we both mm-hmm. kind of found ourselves and like you to me like you just give off such a great energy and I love to be around you. And I'm like, why did I never like pick up on that before? Yeah. I think it's probably cause my, my energy was so much lower. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't where I needed to be and I don't know yeah. about you, but that's definitely how I felt. But I think, I think, um, no, yeah. we, we found each other at a good place. I think in our lives, I'm yeah. not even kidding. Cause like last year I wasn't here as well. So like, I wasn't like involved in this group, but I'm like, now that I'm like back, I'm like, my God, I actually love Olivia. <laughs> like, she's so Thanks. fun. <laughs> no, that's, I literally told my therapist about you. I was like, yeah, I've been hanging out with this new girl named Charlotte. She's really awesome. Whatever, whatever. And, and my, today my therapist was like, I told her that I was coming to do a podcast mm-hmm. with you. And she's like, I love Charlotte. I was like, you don't, you've never met her. But I guess Stop. I talked to her so highly Stop. to my therapist that she loves you. Stop. I love that your therapist loves me. That's like the best. Mm-hmm. That's the best compliment. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I'll, I actually lie to my therapist a lot about that. <laughs> what do you lie to her about? It's okay. When I went to therapy, it's hard to like, like you will say like certain things, like you'll lie about certain things that you can't, you can't even admit to yourself yet. Yeah. You know, I feel like I don't necessarily lie, but I'll kind of keep things yeah, exactly. like I kind of, I think I, I don't tell her you withhold the truth. Yeah. But I don't, I don't tell her how much I like actually drink alcohol. <laughs> like I'll be like, Oh yeah. Like I'll, I drink like Me once and my doctors. <laughs> yeah. I, like, and I, I tell her the things I do, but sometimes I feel like she, because of the things I've said to her now, she thinks I'm like that a little bit more straight edge than I actually <laughs> am. So I don't want to like burst that bubble for yeah. her. But it's like, that's so stupid because then I'm not getting the most out of my experience. Yeah. But I feel like I still talk to her about the things that are most important to yeah. me. I just kind of sugarcoat a little t- tiny, yeah. tiny bit. And it's mostly like <laughs> alcohol shit. Yeah, yeah. Which is like not even, it's, I'm, it's like, I'm 20, I feel like, like that wouldn't even really like alter like that much of like yeah. her diagnosis of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, she's not a psychiatrist, so technically she cannot prescribe me medication. Okay. She can only recommend oh, me to someone. She's yeah. just a therapist. So yeah, I don't think I would, because I, I tried taking medication when I was like, in high school and I hated it what but I was medication? also I was misdiagnosed with a bunch of different I've been Dude, I d- they, that's how it always is you're misdiagnosed and then you have to go through trial and error of all these prescriptions yeah and my mom also was like just so convinced that I had every mental illness in the book she loves <laughs> to like diagnose other people so she my my therapist was like or my psychiatrist do? She what? What does your mom do? Oh, she's an esthetician in Napa, so she just like pops pimples, okay. and she also has a skincare line. She just started, okay. um, 
but my psychiatrist when I was like 14 was like telling my mom he was like your daughter just is depressed like she's just a mm-hmm. depressed teenager like I can give her antidepressants and my mom was like no she's crazy like <laughs> she has this and that you need to whatever and so then he put me on like mood stabilizers yeah. and all this what crazy mood stabilizers do you I don't remember what it was called but it was like this big white oblong pill mm-hmm. and it, I had to take it every day and it made me feel just like so weird and numb and then I took Zoloft for a little a little bit which is just an antidepressant and my I started like my stomach felt weird I just didn't like it and so I was like you know what I'm just going to write songs or something. I'm going to figure out how to make myself feel better because I don't like this shit. Like, I'm going to wallow in this, like, yeah. terrible time right now. Maybe do something good with it. Yeah. What did you originally go to therapy for? Well, I've been going to therapy, like, since I was a child because my mom, what, it was when my parents first got divorced or when they first yeah. separated. I was, like, eight. And so my mom was, like, put them in therapy because <laughs> my mom, like, loves therapy. Like, yeah. she loves therapy. I've never seen a person love therapy so much. <laughs> I think she goes, like, twice a week. She's, like, obsessed with it. But I'm, like... But she she always, like, projects her own mental problems onto other people. Like, she'll be like, that person's a narcissist when she's doing yeah. something. It's, like, the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. But, um, yeah, so I've been going to different therapists since I was, like, eight. But I've, I never liked it. I always hated therapy. And I always had such a bad, like, idea of therapy because my mom would put me. Because it was against your will. Yeah, yeah, she would be like, you're going to therapy. I'm like, okay. And, like, what do I talk to these random old people about? Like, I never felt comfortable because you can't force someone to – talk about their feelings and feel and be comfortable open. doing it you yeah know? it's like, just not if someone's not going at their own free will it's not going to be beneficial for anyone it's yeah. just going to make everything worse and it's gonna you're gonna hate your parent for making them do it too exactly like, why the fuck are you making me do this exactly and so once I came out here and then I was like I didn't go to therapy for a while and then I was like you know what I feel like I could benefit from it and I'm gonna go and do it myself and I'm gonna actually try to get the best out of it and I'm still kind of working on obviously I just said I lied to my therapist <laughs> but I'm still working on like on on being comfortable enough to say everything that I feel because I feel like it just sometimes I'll have something on my mind and I just won't say it because I feel just because you don't even want to say it to yourself yeah almost, you know it's like hard to even like say out loud yeah do you talk about like yourself or is it like relationships with people I think it's a little bit of both and we also talk about like my high school trauma because I feel like all of like how I felt about myself in high school middle school really shaped like the anxieties that I have today about myself and like just the weird what little anxieties do you have is it like self, like kind of under the umbrella of self-doubt yeah that and also like I I recently learned that I have it's not like severe but I have pretty like mild like OCD mm-hmm. and so I'll, I I obsess over thoughts and I have like I I'll before I go to bed at night I like obsess over little moments that happen I'm like oh my god that thing I did was so embarrassing like I just I, I focus on really weird random things mm-hmm. that no one else would ever notice or care about and they're all like actions that you've done or like will you will you obsess over like somewhat like some the way someone said something to you like or that yeah kind of anything shit. okay just anything that feels kind of slightly off to me mm-hmm. I'll I just go crazy over it. you I like just, read into it I read into everything I overanalyze everything I overthink everything it's sometimes easier for me to talk to guys in person than it is to like text them because over text I overthink a million times like mm-hmm. I sent the dm to that kid and I unsent it yeah I felt, like, I was like, <laughs> no I can't wait I, over, I overthought it and when you're in person you just kind of have to say things. yeah it's and like then, off the top but then yeah. after I do that and I'll go home and be like oh my god what if he thinks I'm weird because I did this and I said this and I'm like mm-hmm. it's it's like a never-ending cycle but I, it's something I've been really trying to work on because it's not it's not a way to live I feel like there's an art in like like everyone to a certain degree like is born with anxieties right and like they either heighten or they 
dissolve if you if you put in effort to do it and like I remember like like my friends like Scarlett has kind of the same thing as you and like we've talked about it where she will think about something that happened for like weeks afterwards and like she can't stop thinking about it and I was just like that's insane (laughs) I still have flashbacks sometimes Mm -hmm. to a traumatic day in my high school dance class when I wasn't prepared we had to do (laughs) prayer and before every class right because I went to Catholic school so for dance you would there would be a new person doing prayer every day and you have to prepare, like you have to play a song and you have to talk about what your intention is. And then we like dance. Yeah. It's like the weirdest thing ever. Um, (laughs) and I was not prepared. It was my day to do prayer. And I played a random song on SoundCloud and it was literally about like doing drugs. And I was like, Oh my God. And then my teacher like yelled at me. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. And I still, sometimes I'll be like just doing something in my daily life and it'll just pop into my head and I'll get embarrassed again of something that happened when I was 15. (laughs) Like what is wrong with me? I don't know. I feel like, are you when you're thinking of those memories almost like are you thinking like you're you're still getting embarrassed by it because you feel like those people still remember it like is that what it is because sure enough they don't they definitely you know? don't like, they definitely don't and I know that but there's it's like just the way my brain is wired it's like crazy but that's one thing like I've learned like kind of as I've gotten older and like I've noticed like I used to have more anxiety when I was like 15 16 to what to how I do now because I actively was like okay, how do I get rid of this? Like how, how I just wanted to be as calm as I could be like going forward into my adult life. I noticed was something I really cared about. And like, I, I, one thing that really helped me with that was realizing like no one gives a shit about you. Everyone is thinking about themselves. So like if I embarrass myself, I'm like, no one cares. Like literally no one cares. And like the people that do care, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even care anymore. But like, it was kind of just like giving up that power. Cause I was so easily embarrassed. Like when I was younger, like yeah. truly. And like now I've gone to a point where I'm like, I literally like, you just have to give, accept that people you're going to get embarrassed sometimes. And like, accept that people don't care about you as much as you think that they might. Yeah. And like, truly letting that go and accepting that like has helped me so much because like now I just like truly don't give a shit like if I embarrass myself if I fall down like you have to let it I read this book that was like about letting things go and like you really have to let things pass through you like something really bad just happened something so embarrassing happened you let it go through your body you you like absorb like just let it rush through you and don't hold on to it like you can't hold on to anything of like that person's thinking about it this person's thinking about it. it's like nope it was a passing thought and it's done and yeah. like mean that and like I think mastering that I this one book my big takeaway was letting things go like this whole book and I was like all I need to do is let things go and let it pass through me and that's like probably like one of the most helpful things I've yeah. learned so what you just described is like the exact practice of like a meditation okay (laughs) something comes up and you're like unjudgmental of what it is you're not reaction to it. you just notice it oh that goodbye yeah yeah it's like a practice because it's like you just keep consistently doing it and i've noticed guys are better at doing that than girls like because girls almost have like guys are more encouraged to be like free like more brave and like make mistakes when girls are like you must be perfect and like it's almost like yeah exactly and like it's almost like lame for girls to try because like i don't feel that way but like i feel like that's kind of like an unspoken thing and so 
guys can fuck up all the time and like fall and do this and do that because they get they have learned already that it's not embarrassing to fuck up like the the smart ones and they just roll it off like a joke doesn't land they don't care a second later they don't give a fuck if a joke doesn't land for a girl like the girl's way more anxious about it it's because they've learned the lesson that i have finally figured out which is like let it the fuck go let it go yeah like and once you actually like practice it try doing it once then you're like wait I can do this again I know and I I know all of this stuff yeah. and like I know that and I've read a bunch of books and yeah. like I've talked to a million people about it and like it's crazy because there's I feel like there's so many things like that in my life where I'll know and I know exactly how things are and I know all this stuff but it's, it's so still hard for out me to of put it into yeah, yeah it's hard for me to put it into action and I will go for like a couple weeks and I'll be, feel amazing and I'm like I don't care about anything or like I saw this I saw this TikTok like a week ago or two weeks ago and this girl was like my brother just told me I told my brother that I got embarrassed and he said I don't get embarrassed like I just mm-hmm. things happen and I just laugh at myself and move yeah. on like I don't feel embarrassed like embarrassment is the most pointless feeling there's yeah. no reason to ever feel embarrassment because what's the, what's the point so I saw that and then for the next like three days I didn't feel embarrassed at all and then I just went back to my old ways <laughs> like I swear and like seeing a TikTok I was like you're right I don't feel embarrassment and then I was fine yeah and then I'm <laughs> I just yeah. like something happens so I just need to like it's something that I really need to just work on and put into action in my yeah. life because I'm always like it's it's always in the back of my mind but I can never yeah follow through with it so I feel like it's like one thing to like go through the motions of that because like those things are so hard for it to stick like it's Mm -hmm. impossible and like I'm I've done that too and like you just have to like get to like the root of the problem maybe therapy will help that because like that would help find that shit out you know but like really understanding like why you overthink things and like what's I mean it is anxiety, but, like, there has to be also some, like, reasoning to it of, like, why do, is this something you always go back to? And, like, truly understanding, like, why you care so much, even if you, because you don't know, really. You yeah. know, but, like, you don't yet know. Like, once you have that answer, you'll be able to cl- to control it better next time. Because now you know why you're doing this. You yeah. Know? Does that make sense? For me, I think it's just deep-rooted in, like, in, like, just high school and middle school. Like, it was horrible for me it was horrible like literally the worst thing ever I would go home crying every single day like I had the worst possible experience in high school and middle school just I just I thought I was the least cool worst person ever and just so many different things like contributed to that but I think I never fully let that go like I I just kind of put confidence on top of yeah I was like well I'm fine now like I'm cool now I've I've done this now and I'm whatever and I try to like hype myself up over like the the trauma that's buried below so I did this thing my therapist recommended me to her colleague that does this thing called I think it's brain spotting Mm -hmm. and I don't even know what I did it was on zoom Mm -hmm. and she had like a stick thing and I like let <laughs> when I was listening to like this anxiety like like soothing music, music. Yeah. okay and I she had this weird like baton stick thing and she was like telling me like look at what point stands out out to you or something and I would like tell and she would just tell me to like stare at this point and I would just and then she would tell me to like think about certain things and like my traumas and, and blah, blah blah point to specific things and I was just literally staring at the stick thinking about my high school experience or whatever and I just started crying mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know what's happening right now <laughs> Like, I don't know a lot of pain, but it was like, I don't know how it, it was the weirdest thing I've ever done, but I feel like it kind of helped in a way. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it's just dealing with the trauma and dealing with all that un it's, it's, I haven't brought it to the surface. Well, yeah, there's like inside of everyone, like 
I feel like there's like a child inside of everyone because there is, you know, and like that child a lot of the time is sad and like has gone through a lot of shit and like they carry it with them and they keep them frozen in them too. Like they keep this sad child frozen inside of them and like you have to learn. You can do this through therapy or through being introspective or through many other ways, but you have to learn to like let that frozen kid inside of you like melt and like actually become this person that you are now and like let it go almost in a way but like I understand too because like everyone has you know like things from their childhood that stay with them especially when we're like we're still young like we're not like 40 and like still dealing with like shit from high school we're like fresh out of it and we're like still dealing with it yeah and like childhood trauma and it's it's hard to accept that I'm going to now be different you know like even even if it's positive like it's a weird acceptance of like okay I'm truly gonna let this go like it's weird it's weird but everyone I feel like to a degree like especially I've noticed this with a lot of people like will carry like who they were in high school as a reflection of who they are period so like you feeling like inferior in high school you still feel that inferiorness now and like it's the same kind of thing when like someone was overweight in high school and like they still feel like that like fat overweight boy or like overweight girl like people still like well even if they're hot as fuck now and like super skinny and like they lost the weight like they still feel like the person that they were when they got shamed for it or they got made fun of so it's hard to kind of remake yourself and then have it even if it's genuine have you feel it internally like how is that supposed to happen like I like almost ran away from like who I used to be and I was like like, I didn't want I just like pretended like that never happened and then it was just like like, high school never happened yeah like I felt like I was just kind of running away from everything like that's not dealing with your problems like like a lot of a lot of my young life was just me running away from my problems yeah and now I'm like I want to just I want to be happy with myself and I want to be I just want to feel better than I've ever felt and that requires me to sit with myself and say what happened here what happened here what do I need to fix what do I need to address and I'm doing that but it's it's a process it's a big process (laughs) it's a lot I I can sit here and be like oh I'm like so not insecure now and like I fucking am and like every everything and that's something like I can't like say to girls like be like love yourself like I wish I could say that and like I just am not even close to being there like to loving myself physically like it's just like I don't and I feel like that won't change until I'm not modeling maybe because there's so much I can't even imagine even just with what I do like having to be in in music videos and shoots and stuff like I hate like I'll do a photo shoot and I will just feel so ugly Mm -hmm. afterwards because just it's it's for me like the symmetry of my face like I'll see it in a photo and I'm like it just like I notice the weirdest things that no one would ever notice like I I can't even think of an example right now but like I just there's so many weird same shit but it's all of us it's in in the age of facetune and everything's perfect you can make everything look literally perfect and Mm -hmm. and it's just not, that's not real life it's just not and yeah. and even when because like pretty much everyone like face tunes especially in like the instagram model like mm-hmm. whatever i will go like i'll i'll meet someone or like just people that i know and i'll see them in real life and like i know like i don't even know how to explain this but like 
even if they look different online than they do in real life, I still will kind of almost think they look like how they look online. Like it's this Well, weird- that's that's like the what people have tapped into. Like and I, I talked about this yesterday. I actually did we like talked briefly on like um how people like girls instagrams like literally does alter how you see them yeah. in person and girls I don't know that notice the weird things about girls them. like know i wouldn't that. Yeah. see that like it was so weird but that's like what has like instagram is like tapping into like your insecurity of like oh like here's an app where you can dictate how people see you so people especially girls are gonna take that and run with it of like okay so every single photo on this page is now modified like to a degree like pretty much every single like model I know like every single one of her photos is facetuned mm-hmm. on her profile I I'm trying to think if like all of mine are I don't think all of mine are but I definitely have facetuned yeah. photos on my especially when I was younger like I went in I like actually changed my body on my on my photos because like now you can do that like now you can like cheat your way into like people thinking you're cooler and cuter and like here's like a my page that will it's like your portfolio and like people see your portfolio before they see you so when they see you they've already seen your portfolio and they they have the portfolio to keep Mm -hmm. this is their idea of you that they have in their back pocket that you get to control what it looks like it's very bizarre And and it's really altering like even guys like like guys if they have a lame like or like it comes off lame to me on instagram they're like actually lame you know what i mean oh my god if people's social media presence like is like half of them in like a fucked up way at least like someone's third i can think someone's cool in real life and then i'll see their instagram i'm like oh actually maybe not which is so (laughs) bad it's like the worst way to think but only if it's cringy, like, yeah. unless, like, if there's no effort in it, I'm like, this guy's cool. Yeah, like, exactly. Fuck yeah. But if they, if it's a little cringy and they post, yeah. like, certain types of things, I'm just like, ugh, no, I can't. No. But, I mean, it says kind of a lot about the way a person's mind works, yeah. I think, or just, I don't know, it's weird. I feel like I, I've put people into, like, subcategories based on, like, how they act on social media, which is, yeah. again, probably not the best thing ever. But. No, I kind of do that, too. I mean, like the like tiktokers like to me like the tiktok boys maybe they like come off like Don't, a little that's my I type know, <laughs> i know they come off like a little like cringy to me just a oh, little no, bit like super cringy. just like yeah just because like they're i don't know guys that are like super i think it's more acceptable for girls to be vain and be obsessed with themselves like guys like if guys do it it's almost kind of weird to me <laughs> in a weird way but like yeah. i can still like watch those videos and be like this guy's hot but yeah. like am i ever gonna like think this guy's cool probably no yeah like i'm not gonna be like i'm gonna date this guy but like i'll be like this guy's hot like and i'll set him up with my like homie (laughs) but like i don't know it's weird like the guys i feel like the for me like the less you care about instagram and like social media the hotter you are i'm like you're fucking sick yeah and i feel like a lot of guys kind of think that way about girls too Mm -hmm. or just more of like oh she doesn't care about like the scene and she Mm -hmm. doesn't care like that's guys like love that and i'm like well i care about all of this stuff (laughs) (laughs) dude i love that you want to (laughs) start what would you say to your 16 year old self I would probably tell myself to not try to fit in, to just follow my heart and be whoever I feel like I want to be in that moment and to, to not care about what other people think. And also I would remind myself that I don't have to look like everyone else. Like there's not the, I think the most toxic thing about like social media and LA in, in general and specifically LA is like everyone wants to look exactly the same. There's this one type of beauty Mm -hmm. and I no longer even think that's beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I genuinely like I, I, I find the most beauty in people that look different 
because I'm so over that whole thing. And I no longer want to look like that. Like there was times when I was like, I want to get big lip injections Mm -hmm. and boob job and whatever, whatever. Dude, Ellie fucks with your idea. That's not even what beauty is. It's not like I, to me, beauty is being unique. And I like, obviously I've, I've, I've done something I can't really reverse, (laughs) but, um, I think from like after learning that lesson and from now on, I just, I want to try to just be myself and be unique. And I think if I had known that at 16, I would be in a lot better of a place now. Yeah. What would you tell your 16 year old self? Um, I would tell, I would tell my 16 year old self that you're really fucking cool and that you're gonna be very tempted to change everything about yourself. But five years after that, you're going to come to the conclusion that you were so fucking cool and you didn't need to do any of that. So I would tell my 16-year-old self. And the thing is, is people gave me advice when I was 16. So I I know that there's 16-year-olds like watching this or young girls watching this that still are not going to take this advice because I I understand because I didn't either. But if there's one thing to take away is have an open mind to someone has a has a truly has understand understand something's more than you do and yeah. like truly like from the bottom of my heart i mean that and i think i would tell my 16 year old self like yeah you're you're cool the way that you are and don't change anything anything when i was a kid or in like growing up that's exactly how i felt about everything i felt like everything that was cool and interesting and different about me like that other people might have seen that way. For me, I was like, oh, I'm weird. I'm weird. It's weird. <laughs> like, and you look back and you're like, that wasn't weird at all. That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, when I was a little kid and I wanted to be a pop star and then in middle school, I decided that that was weird and that I shouldn't have these weird dreams that no one else, ha- like that realistically people don't have. And I just, so many little things like that. And I used to dress so cute when I was a kid. I was like mm-hmm. obsessed with fashion. And then I like got into middle and high school and I was like, oh, I'm going to wear what everyone else is wearing and do what everyone else does. Like, it's so, oh, it's so sad, honestly. It's like, it's just a weird circle. Like as soon as like, you become self-conscious, it's like, it's just like 13, 14. It's like this thing that hits you like a truck that you didn't have as a child, yeah. which is self-consciousness. You did not have that as a kid. Yeah. You were free in your own delusional way which is amazing and and so cool because you can express yourself and you have no idea that certain things are embarrassing and like this should be shameful it's like it's just blissful yeah and I hate that fitting in becomes like the thing that everyone wants to do it's like why would you Mm want to fit in and be this like if everyone was the same life would be so boring yeah I felt like I had to leave and like literally be like okay wait who am I again Mm -hmm. and I had to completely just like figure that out which is so crazy but yeah. And also I, I always was a type of person, like you're saying, like if a 16 year old was watching this right now, they probably wouldn't listen to us. And I'm exactly, like, yeah. I am the type of person where I have to learn every lesson from my goddamn self, Same. which is probably one of my worst <laughs> qualities, but please listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think just it's hard. Cause like, I know I'm trying to like speak to actually if like my 16 year old self was watching this, like she's so tough that she would fucking never listen yeah. to me. She'd you know like, what I mean? You. Like there's no, there's nothing that could have shaken that girl to mm-hmm. listen to anybody. Cause she was hearing great things about herself and yeah. still wasn't about it. So I don't know. I think the most important thing is make peace with all the things that make you different and actually learn to like it. I think maybe like understanding that they're actually cool would have maybe helped me more. Like if, if a girl was older than me and told me like that shit's cool, I would have been like, okay, (laughs) maybe more. But 
I'm telling you now, it's fucking cool to be like your weird self. And anyone, it actually is cool. Like that's actually what I realized. It it's is. actually it is cool. Sick. Like, <laughs> and anyone worth spending time with or just giving your time to is gonna agree that it's cool. Like people, anyone who's gonna who tries to say that you're weird for being different, first of all it will not happen as much as you probably think it will slash does. And they're just projecting because they're too yeah. insecure to do it. Exactly. Do exactly what you're doing. Like anyone, like I always thought like people that were, had the courage to be themselves were, were super cool. But like mm-hmm. in my mind, if I did that, I wouldn't be cool. It's like, yeah. it's such a weird thing, but like, it's, it is you're cool. Weird. I swear. Yeah. Someone out there <laughs> thinks you're cool. Just how you are. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. We're finally like super cool. now. <laughs> 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 Dude. <laughs> look at my outfit right now you guys i'm cool olivia's different <laughs> so quirky and different oh my god <laughs> no but seriously um well thank you for joining this podcast for having me and i hope this was insightful because here we are <laughs> here we are just two cool gals just Chilling. two cool gals cool. just trying to make a difference no i'm just kidding but no but thank you for coming on my podcast i like this podcast Okay, bye everyone. Bye.